0: Is bet, bet MGM, MGM tonight. tonight. Yeah. Join us for live sweats. Oh! Yes! Let's go, 80, State. That was a big balls three. You might big big ball so balls thing up three minutes ago, Instant reaction. This is an unbelievable thing for me to see. My favorite team, my true favorite team. Less mistress, more side piece. And maybe a few regrettable decisions. Oh, he's got bust written all over him. It goody can sucks.
1: Jordan Addison ran a 5'340 and he's Tristis this height. I'd take him. You know what you shouldn't have done?
0: bet on the Wizards. Yep. Now, live from Washington, D.C., it's Ryan Horvath, Trista Crick, and Nick Ashu. Well, sort of. It's Ryan and Nick again tonight as we have the coaching search continue for one team left in the NFL, Ryan, and then the rest of the league has kind of figured out who they actually want to have. We're on Twitch, we're on YouTube, we're on the Odyssey app. We got NBA news, got guys in, got guys out tonight. Uh, we got people mad at the nba rules of 65 games which has kind of come to a head over the last couple of days ryan plenty of nba tonight some college uh college basketball as well and we're slowly slowly my friend getting closer and closer if you listen you can hear the clock ticking closer and closer to the super bowl cannot wait
1: Ooh, i can't wait i can't wait until sunday when we are in beautiful las vegas uh just a couple days away from the super bowl um, I'm really excited for the matchup. I really am, man, uh, as we get closer and closer. Not excited to hear that Joel Embiid is going to miss another game tonight, although I guess maybe you could say I am a little excited because this season I have nothing to do with Joel Embiid. I'm out of bed with Embiid. Uh, I'm in bed with Luca. <laughs> I know that sounds weird, but... You know and you look at obviously we talked about this a lot the last couple weeks you and i have you know the mvp conversation in the nba i love how the overreaction shifts the numbers so much with Embiid, where he was eight to one and then went from you know being eight to one to plus 125 or whatever it was within 24 hours even though he had already missed some time right and now he continues to miss games uh he can miss what five now after tonight four games after this and so I don't think he has a realistic shot at the MVP. And you look at the way that he was being priced. Even last night, he was only 3-1. to one. Uh, Took a shot with Luca because he leads his team in points, rebounds, and assists. Anyway, we could get into this. Uh, I'm really excited to uh, talk about a little NBA, a little NFL, a little bit of everything, man. College hoops. This is one of the best times of the year, and I'm excited.
0: Yeah, Joel Embiid questionable tomorrow night. Uh, or actually, no. Now they're saying, yeah, out, sorry. Thursday against the Jazz tomorrow. Not questionable anymore. So, uh, with that knee yeah. issue, yeah. The... We talked about this like the last couple of days, and I think it's only gonna get worse, right? We're only gonna have more and more conversations about this limit, about how many games somebody plays. And and when you really think about it, this is somebody getting their salary, but not getting their bonuses for working like the maximum amount, right? I mean, it'd almost be like, I don't know, putting limits on how many days of work you could miss in any other industry. So that's essentially what they've done here in the NBA. I do believe though, that it is based more on the negotiations like Keith Smith mentioned yesterday, right? Like, this is the league saying, hey, we got those TV contracts coming up. We want to show you our stars are going to be motivated to go play. But it's clear Joel Embiid wasn't ready, tried to push it, went out there, although they say that it wasn't the same thing, and then he got his knee falling. The whole point of this really is going to be it's going to continue to be an issue as time goes on. Ben Simmons also not playing for the Nets again tonight. If you want to talk about somebody that never shows up to work, Ben Simmons once again is not playing. So uh, it's just some guys in the NBA are injury prone. Some guys push through injuries. Some guys really don't want to. Kyrie Irving's another one. And it's always going to be a conversation, uh, you know, throughout anything. Is there anything tonight that you want to you want to throw out there, NBA or otherwise?
1: Yeah, you know, like a lot of the games that I'm on, unfortunately, have already started. Uh you know, yep. I took the uh, over in Purdue Northwestern, and that's looking pretty good so far. Live total sitting there at 149.5. The game's actually tied 25-all. Uh, Purdue's still 11.5-point favorites on the live line. Uh, one that I still like coming up in about 26 minutes, it tips off here on the East Coast, 7.30 p.m. tip-off. I actually like uh, Belmont against Indiana State. They're 8.5-point dogs at home. It's minus 110 over at BetMGM, and that's all I have in college hoops. Uh, I didn't do a whole lot in the NBA until a little bit later. I'll just throw it out. The only thing I have tonight, I actually took the Blazers plus 10.5 at home. Mm -hmm. Um, I also took Dame in the revenge spot over 26.5 points, and I also took in another revenge spot uh, over... uh, Let's see what the number is right now so I give out the correct number. My apologies. I went over points and assists for Malcolm Brogdon uh, I'm sorry, points Me and rebounds too. for Malcolm Brogdon. Me I went too. over over
0: 21.
1: <laughs> yeah. So over 21 it's minus 120 right now. Uh, I like the Malcolm Brogdon and Dame revenge narrative tonight in that game.
0: Yeah, I went the same way. Uh, I mean I actually went I actually did parlay one of these together as well. Over on Dame points and then just 15 plus points for Malcolm Brogdon as well just just to get a little insurance in case maybe, you know, one of them is forcing it just a little bit. I do worry about that with Dame. Like, is there going to be a little bit of emotion there? You go back and visit your old team. We know he still misses Portland, and there's talks about him, like, maybe finishing his career. They're going back there when it's all said and done, pulling LeBron, even though LeBron didn't actually, you know, finish his career in Cleveland. But he went back, so he did that. I do worry about the emotion that's there a little bit, but revenge games are always great, right? It's a narrative bet, but you and I both, have narrative bets sometimes. It's not like that's anything new. So occasionally it's just something that's worth playing. So, yeah, I, I went all in on the revenge game tonight too. I got to be honest with you though, man, I'm keeping it light in the NBA until the Super Bowl is done because I got so many props that are already and These numbers are getting bet up like crazy. Like, And I know we knew this. I know this is really something that should be expected, but I had to go in and just make sure I got as many overs as I wanted on the props market now because these prices are starting to get, uh, n- a little more juicy than they were before. A little too much juice on some of these, like use check. I think it was minus one fifty. was the best price for one reception, yeah. which I know you like. I like that one too. Um, yeah. So I've gotten to the point now where it's like, dude, I got plenty of NBA coming up. I'll dabble in a little bit over the next week or so, just because I, I want to have something on games during the night. But I, I'm so deep in on this Super Bowl, man. I-, I, I cannot wait for it.
1: Yeah, and you know, next week obviously going to be a big week. This weekend. Uh, I'll be all in on college hoops. Um, but I'm with you, man. A lot of props. So yeah, the use check props. I mean, over a reception. Now in some spots, I saw a Juice minus 145. Still getting pretty good numbers yep. over at BetMGM. And then his yards from half a yard out to three and a half in some shops as well. So a lot of love for Kyle Use check. Uh, you know, I like both field goal kicker props. We'll talk about that. I, I'm gonna like a lot of unders. I'm gonna bet a lot of unders in this game. I already bet the total under. Um, I'm just right now, I'm just sticking with my San Francisco futures. I haven't done anything with the Chiefs, even though I probably should, because it's Pat Mahomes, it's Travis Kelsey. I even mm-hmm. said it going into last week. I said it with you, I said it with Peach on Tuesday on You Better You Bet when we were filling in for uh, Nick and Ken. I was like, man, I know Mahomes and Kelsey are going to win this game, the AFC title game. And then I know they're going to go on to the Super mm-hmm. Bowl, and they're going to continue to win, man. Mahomes, and I know the shirtless picks came out. We see greatness. <laughs> I love it. He uh, even tweeted out. He's like, man, you guys didn't have to do me like that. Hashtag dad. That makes me like Pat Mahomes even more now, though. You know what I mean? Like the way that he could escape the defenders in the playoffs. And then he looks like just one of us. But um, yeah, man, uh, it's going to be a big, 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 big betting week for me at the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I'm taking it easy a little bit in the NBA. And like you said, I mean, you got to really pay attention to the injury report. You never know who's going to be in, who's going to be out.
0: Yeah, don't forget. Of course, we're going to be there all week in Las Vegas, broadcasting from the BetMGM Sportsbook in Mandalay Bay. Lots of guests coming over, talking to us, jumping on the show. Uh, there could be some very random things going on behind the scenes. Uh, the w- beautiful thing about this, I did look up today. The, there's a lot of lists of a lot of the uh, the parties going on, Ryan. There's some there's some good stuff that we're gonna we're gonna be attending while we're there. I think without question, so should be a ton of fun. Also, I need to I need to once again, just like yesterday. I need to once again drown my sorrows in something happy tonight, and we'll figure out what it is. Because Mike McDonald, who I was at least hoping was going to be the, I guess, consolation prize for the Commanders as a head coach, takes the Seattle Seahawks job today. I think it's a great hire for Seattle. He's the youngest head coach now in the NFL. He's 36 years old. And this is somebody that's defensive-minded. We saw what he did with the Ravens defense. One of the best in the NFL across the board, every single category. And Seattle had a defensive head coach in Pete Carroll. They got another one in Mike McDonald. A ton of young talent on that Seattle defense. And I think it was the right hire. I think it was a good hire. And, Ryan, that leaves my commanders as the only team that does not have a head coach. I thought things were going to get better. I'm going to believe in Adam Peters, the new general manager. I'm going to wait. I'm going to see. I'm going to trust the process. But, damn it, I cannot believe that another coach has gone off the market today. So, at this point... I'm holding out and hoping Mike Vrabel actually becomes the head coach.
1: All right. Oh, gosh.
0: I mean, I think that's
1: best case scenario would be Mike Vrabel. The thing is, man, does Mike Vrabel want to take over a team that has to rebuild? And again, like, I know, I kind of feel dumb now because a couple weeks ago, I said that I thought the Washington, that the commander's job was actually the best job in the National Football League when you really thought about it because you look at that division and Nick Sirianni, continues to, uh, be in charge in Philadelphia. He's the head coach. Now I do like the hires that they made both offensively and defensively as far as the coordinators, but, um, you know, I don't feel as good as I did about even Jalen two years ago when it looked like he was going to be the national football league MVP. And then he got hurt. They played in a super bowl. And then this year, everybody regressed on both sides of the ball, other than AJ Brown, who just got hurt towards the end of the season. But, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't understand what's going on with washington you know what i mean because now you have a new ownership group in there it's not like it's dan snyder and his people running the team anymore yeah sure the stadium still let's be honest a dump in the middle of nowhere but they're going to get that fixed mm. up they're going to be able to move here soon they're going to spend money they're bringing in the right people but most importantly you have the number two overall pick in the draft and getting back to what i was saying really quick you know like the eagles Maybe not as dominant as we thought. The Cowboys still bring back Mike McCarthy. They always choke in the playoffs. And I would rather coach in the NFC, to be honest with you, than the AFC. In the AFC, you have to deal with Patrick Mahomes. You have to deal with Justin Herbert. You have to deal with Joe Herbert. Joe Herbert. Justin Herbert. You know, Joe Burrow. Um, Pretty much all the top quarterbacks in the league. So I don't understand what's going on in Washington. You have the number two overall pick in the draft, which is most likely Drake May or Jaden Daniels. And... You know you're in the weaker division now for Seattle I absolutely love this hire now the Pete Carroll stuff makes sense Pete Carroll not getting any younger McDonald the youngest head coach in the National Football League and you know like even look what they did last year in in the draft you draft a guy like Devin Weatherspoon you know I really like that secondary they're young on the defensive side of the ball I still don't know if they have their quarterback and Gino's a great story. I just don't know if Gino's the guy, but I really like a lot of pieces on defense. I just think they needed the right guy. So I love the hire for Seattle, and I have no clue what's going on here in D.C., uh, in Washington, because I thought that'd be one of the more sought-after jobs. I thought Ben Johnson, I thought that was, I thought that was uh, a done deal, man. I thought that was a lock.
0: Everybody did. Well, you know what you always say, though, Ryan. There's no such thing as a lock. It's clearly an example of there is no such thing as a lock. But I'm starting to see that narrative tick up, including our guy, Joe O. Joe O, I love (sighs) you, man. But you're way over the top of what you said today about this job here. And anybody else that's saying about Washington, because what everybody's doing is they're saying, oh, I thought everything was different in Washington. Clearly it's the same and nobody wants that job. I thought it was supposed to be a great job. Here's the thing. Anybody that's going with that narrative is assuming that every single one of these candidates just turned that job down. You don't know what was said in these meetings. You don't know what was said after interviews, whether or not these new front office people, specifically Adam Peters, how they and the rest of his staff that's there, some holdovers, some not, how they felt about these individual candidates, whether they agreed on what the philosophy and what the strategy was, short-term, long-term, whether some of these coaches wanted to be part of a rebuild or not. Yeah, you have the number two overall pick. Yeah, you've got a ton of cap space, but you do have to be a head coach that wants to be a part of, of building something that's going to take time. And I can tell you now, they're not looking to do this quickly. They're not looking to just spend a ton of money on free agency like they did back in 2000 when Deion Sanders and Bruce Smith and Mark Carrier came to Washington and Dan Snyder thought that this guy was running a stupid fantasy football team and he just wasn't. So this is something that is a drawn out process, but what I'm gonna do and a lot of people are gonna do is trust the process that they're in right now. It does look bad that they're the last head coaching vacancy that's still there but stop assuming that just because other coaching candidates have gone other places that they've all said, "Mm, I don't want to go to Washington anymore. That's not the place that I want to be. It's not the same thing. It's not the same culture, but it does take time to change a reputation and that's what this organization's got to do now. Yeah. And I should know this because one team, one dream, but I'm not going to lie. I spent the majority of the day today at the uh, dentist office. So what did Joe say (laughs) about the command? Yeah. Uh, he went on a rant. I saw it on social media. So feel free if our social team would like to tag him. Uh, I will go to war with Joe. I love him. Greatly Ooh. respect him. But he's wrong here. Uh, We're just assuming what he said was like other people uh, was the I thought this was supposed to be a great job and everybody's supposed to love it. It's so overblown. Nobody actually wants to go to Washington. Basically playing the narrative. And for the most part, this organization deserves that reputation still until you prove otherwise that the culture is better and things have changed that it's the same place that nobody wants to go there but that's that's just not the case anymore
1: I guess you could say fair but I mean you have the number two overall pick the NFC is pretty weak and the NFC is not getting Mm -hmm. any better like the only thing I feel good about with the NFC is that the Rams will have a little bit of money to spend and that Ben Johnson's going back to Detroit so they're scary but San Francisco is going to lose pieces are the Eagles going to turn it around who really knows And then, you know, I think Green Bay should be pretty good, to be honest. Uh, We'll talk about their defensive coordinator hire, which I just saw like 15 minutes ago. And then, um, yeah, like nobody else really scares me. Like the Cowboys don't scare me. This year they scared me. And look what they did with home field advantage. But I guess, man, it is a complete rebuild. That defense, that pass defense bad, that offensive line bad. So it might take a couple of years, but I don't know. It's it's Drake Mayer, Jaden Daniels, so I think it's a good job.
0: And that's the thing, is you've got to sit here and be a coach that wants to be a part of a rebuild. They're not going to do this fast. They're going to take their time, and they're going to make sure that this is done right. So there could be coaches that just said, no, nah, that's not for me. But I can tell you it's not the same organization. We'll ask Jason Lockenfora about it next. It's the night.